this call. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart prepare in room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing.
From God our Heavenly Father a blessed angel came And unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy Savior lay, they found him in a manger where oxen feed on hay. His mother Mary kneeling down and to the Lord did pray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you live in this place, and with true love and brotherhood each other now embrace. This holy tide of Christmas, all others doth deface. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort.
let us pray. The world needs hope. Lord Jesus, you came into this world to give us that hope. You are the light that shines in this dark world. Your birth more than 2,000 years ago in the lowly manger showed us the way to that hope, the hope of eternity, the hope of heaven, our hope as we live in this present world. Today, we are surrounded by all sorts of difficulties and sufferings. Yet, we have the assurance that as we believe and trust in you, your amazing love will carry us through. For your love is boundless and full of wonders. It is our great privilege to be called your children. As your children, we worship you, Lord. We give you all the honor and glory to you. The angels, the shepherds, and the wise men bow down to worship you. People from all walks of life, from every tribe, every tongue, and every nation exalts you. For you and you alone is worthy of all praises. As we celebrate Christmas, we are reminded of your sacrificial love for us and your humility in coming down to us from your glorious throne in heaven. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. Amid so many things besetting our world today, we are thankful and we rejoice that we can pause and worship you. For we want to proclaim and share the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of love, joy, peace, and most of all hope. May this spur us on today and in the days to come, so that every day can be a Christmas day, a celebration of your day, Lord Jesus. Chigesekai กุนยูกอกจองกอกยูเอคุนลันทองคอปาวุยตันกุนอูเฮเกคับกูตันกุนชองสินวาโคดีสิจุนดีกีเบียวเอเทียเอตัวเนียกุนโตเกนันกวน
甲最重要的希望，愿圣诞节的精神激发阮面对今仔日甲未来的每一日，和每日同是圣诞日，庆祝主耶稣你的日子，奉耶稣的名祈祷。In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's scripture is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 6 to 9. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Kodim to hyosu tesiju lakkao tekaotat. Anikong, higa kwan hu kung tui o amlay jo chutlay esyonte. Iking jo ti dan singlay, kyo dan titsay syonte in yao e kong, kyan ti yaso kito e binteng. Dan uce po bue pang ti waki lay, behyan bing, ce cintua e dingdiak si chut ti syonte um si chut ti dan. Dan sibin siyutiak, kyok bo siyukuntiaw. Simlay zoknan, kyok bo tikaw sikbong. Zopipiak, kyok bo siyupangsak. Watolo, kyok bo tikaw sibong. Gwanzu chokok ikay kiyawegu. May God bless the reading of His words. After everything that has happened this year, is Christmas still worth celebrating? This short story will show you the experiences of Rhea, who comes from a broken family, Patrick, who lives in a constant state of fear, Ryan, who was abandoned by his parents, leading him to believe that his life has no value and Kat, who's had more than her fair share of misfortunes. Will they be able to find hope, love, peace, and joy this Christmas? Uy, Kat, tigil mo yan. Masyado kang masaya. Napakalungkot kaya nitong Pasko. Oo nga eh. 
Do you know I almost contracted COVID a while ago? Because I forgot to wear my mask when I got my McDonald's from my bodyguard. So, Shaman Patrick, my bodyguard, bodyguard, kapa. Eh, ako, jobless, no money la. Ah, kadepress talaga. Basta ako, I'm really happy to see you guys. Ikaria, how are you? I'm okay. My mom is with her new boyfriend, so I'm staying with my dad and stepmom this Christmas. Bagong boyfriend na naman? Ha! <laughs> Grabe mami mo ah. Panglima na atayan this year. Her sixth, actually. Anyway, that's why I don't believe in relationships. No relationship lasts. People always leave when they're busy or when they have their own family. No one stays. My dad and stepmom will have a baby soon. I'm sure they won't bother to invite me anymore. <sighs> that's true, Ria. You know, my parents are always so busy. And I don't even see them at home anymore. You know, everyone now in my house is so paranoid about the virus. Alcohol here, alcohol there. And they're even more paranoid with the business. Even in Christmas, all they talk about here is money. Everyone thinks that money is the only solution. If only they knew. Sometimes I wish that I was born in a regular family. Because I think that my life would be more peaceful and better there than here. Weh, sigurado ko ba dyan, friend? Ha, palit tayo. Eh ako, fresh graduate nga. Walang pera, walang trabaho. Nasiraan pa ng bahay dahil sa bagyo. Malas ka talaga. Maybe that's why my parents left me. Ha, oh well, that's the story of my life. That's why I have no reason to celebrate this Christmas. Ryan naman, can we try to enjoy our reunion today? I mean, it's been so long since I've seen you all. Hi, Kat. You're so naive. Oh, you've never experienced pain. That's why you're always so jolly. Kaya, Kat, don't get all preachy with us, ha? Hindi mo kasi kami naiintindihan. Did you know that I lost my grandma this year? And we were very close. When she passed away, it was the first time I felt broken. I miss her so much. Then a week later, I got laid off from my first job as an illustrator. I felt like such a failure. Until now, I still don't have a job. Then I found out my mom can't come home this Christmas because of COVID. This was my only prayer request to God this whole year to see my mom. She's been an OFW for 16 years. I prayed so hard to find a good job so mom can come home and I'll be the one to take care of her. But what happened? My plans are all ruined and I can't understand why. Grapekat, I'm sorry. We didn't know that you've been through a lot this year. Sorry about what I said, that you don't understand pain. We may not have the same experiences, but I know what it's like to be lonely. I know what it's like to lose someone you love. Every day, I worry for the safety of my mom in Dubai. If only you knew 
choosing joy is such a struggle. And this December is actually my saddest Christmas. But I will still celebrate Christmas. Grabe Kat, bakit pa? After everything, bakit pa? Ryan, it's not about the gifts, it's not the songs or the parties. To be honest, I'm, I don't think I'm ready for those. For me, Christmas means so much more. It reminds me that everything will be alright. That one day, I'll be able to smile again without hurting. I don't need any gifts because Christmas is the gift. Huh? What gift? Hope. Christmas is the gift of hope. Merry Christmas! Wow, ang galing nila, no? Parang Netflix. Can we give them a round of applause? Or can we flash a thumbs up sign for young actors and actresses? It actually reminds me of a story of a little boy who had a role in a Christmas pageant at church. He played the role of an angel, and his lines were simply this, It is I, do not be afraid. So he kept practicing these lines over and over again with his mother. It is I, do not be afraid. When the day came for the Christmas drama, and the little boy stepped onto the stage, and he saw the lights, and he saw the crowd, he was completely overwhelmed, and he muttered, It's just I, and I'm afraid. Maybe you can relate. Maybe this Christmas, because of the uncertainties brought about by the pandemic, your world has been turned upside down and you are afraid. Maybe you are hopeless, maybe you feel depressed, maybe you are sad and you are fearful, you are worried and anxious about your future, just like the four characters in our Christmas drama. The miracle of the first Christmas is that a Savior came into our world so that He would understand what you are going through. But he came here not only to understand your situation, but also to change it, if only you would allow him to. I remember when I was in elementary, I played a role in a Christmas drama. Guess what character I played? No, it's not Joseph. No, it's not the wise man. No, it's not baby Jesus. It is Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol. I know some of you, you are already laughing or making fun of me. You know, at that young age, you don't really have a choice to refuse the role that the teacher has assigned you. So there I was, I can still recall the line, Bah humbug, bah humbug. But mind you, we won the grand prize for that drama, and I got some sort of a special prize, special award. Seriously, I will never forget the character of Scrooge. At the beginning of the story by Charles Dickens, Scrooge was a cold-hearted miser who hated Christmas and despised all kinds of celebration associated with it. Sort of like the modern-day Grinch. 
But throughout the story, we can see how he was slowly transformed as the ghost of the Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas yet to come appeared to him one by one. Towards the end, Scrooge became a better person who changed his ways to be more friendly and more generous towards others. Christmas Carol is a tale of redemption and transformation. And that's what Christmas is all about. Redemption and transformation. Scrooge embodied all the emotions of our characters in our Christmas drama today. He was anxious like Patrick. He was sad like Rhea. He was hopeless like Kat at first. And he was negative and he felt worthless like Patrick or like Ryan. But because of Christmas, his life was completely changed. You know, Jesus came to be on that manger, just like you and me, in order to transform our life and our world. We will look today at four of the principal characters in the original Christmas story and see how the coming of the Savior, Jesus Christ, transformed or did not transform their lives. Then we will relate this with our Christmas presentation today as to how our four characters can experience a similar transformation by the same timeless Christmas story. You know, if God can change the lives of the characters in the original Christmas drama, Christmas story, then why can He not change your lives today? The first group of characters are the shepherds. Like Ryan, they constantly felt lonely and worthless. In the time of Jesus, shepherds were considered the lowest of the low in society. Their lives were spent handling animals, often sleeping outdoors surrounded by dung and possible disease. If you have been to a sheep pen, you would understand what I'm saying. You would understand the smell, the stench associated with sheep. These shepherds were shunned, they were avoided, they were despised by the respectable people, especially by the religious leaders, the Pharisees, and the elite of Israel. And they were often considered to be socially at par with the tax collectors and the prostitutes. The term given to shepherds was the same term as sinners, they were considered unclean. They were not even considered as worthy to offer a sacrifice at the temple. That's why they were not even welcome. Like, life for the shepherds was never easy. Lonely and sad, while everyone else was already resting in their comfortable beds at night, the shepherds are still out in the fields looking after their flock from predators at night. They have to sleep on the ground, on, the, on rocks, and possibly in caves. But the birth of Christ changed all that. The Bible says the shepherds ran to see the baby Jesus, so they did not have time to take a bath or probably to change to a nice set of robes, which they most likely didn't have anyway. They just ran as they were, straight into the presence 
of the King and the Lord. And this shows us that we can come before Jesus Christ as we are. You know, in spite of their social status, the shepherds were given the VIP seat, representing all of humanity at the arrival ceremony of Jesus on earth. God chose this group of outcasts, smelly outcasts, to be the greeting party for His Son. Why? Why would He offer this priceless privilege to this people, to this group of people who was so unworthy in the eyes of men? Perhaps because He knew, He knew that they would believe with pure and simple faith. They were the ones who would run to the side of God's newborn son without trying to analyze it or trying to figure it out in their minds. About a week ago, 90-year-old Margaret Keenan of the United Kingdom became the first person in the world to ever receive the COVID vaccine. In the same way, the shepherds were the first people in this whole world to ever receive a spiritual cure to sin. They were the first to hear and to accept the good news of the Savior. And this completely transformed their lives from outcasts to first recipients of the gospel, from worthless and despised to precious children of the King, from the lowest class to ambassadors of the Most High God. The coming of Christ changed their destiny. That change can also happen to you. Notice the shepherds did not only witness a miracle, but they experienced one. Something was changed forever. Now, what happened to those shepherds after the night Christ was born? There was only one verse in the Bible that mentioned this. Luke chapter 2, verse 20 says, The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard. They returned, glorifying and praising. What's the tense of these verbs? They are in present progressive, meaning they indicate continuing action. The shepherds continue to worship God for the rest of their lives. Their lives were permanently changed from one of sadness and worthlessness to one of joy and worth. The coming of Christ can also change our destiny from nobodies to children of the Most High God. The second group of characters in the original Christmas story is Mary and Joseph. Mary was anxious. She was a teenage girl, about 13 or 14 years of age, pregnant with a baby that is not from her fiancé. How would she tell him? How would she tell her parents? How would she tell her friends? In that brief moment in the angel's presence, all of Mary's dream for herself and for her future were shattered. Her reputation and her entire future were at stake. In those days, pregnancy out of wedlock and adulterous, adulterous women were rejected by society as sinful. They could even be stoned to death 
The question boils down to one thing for Mary. Can I trust God to work out every problem I encounter if I submit myself to His will? You know, Joseph also faced a similar dilemma. How would he face this humiliation as a man? How would he deal with a woman that he loves? Both Mary and Joseph decided to trust God with their fears, and God turned their fears into peace. The birth of Christ has changed their desires from self to God, from their own dreams to God's dream for humanity, from what they want to what God wants. But even when they trusted God, things still would not be easy for them. They have to make the difficult journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem in the latter stages of Mary's pregnancy, that's about 80 miles on donkey. Some pregnant woman, women would not even travel in their car. Mary had also to suffer the ordeal of giving birth in a stable with stinky animals around her. It must have been a tough experience for any teenage girl. And the challenges did not stop there. They were told to take a 200-mile journey down to Egypt. And if you know your geography, traveling from Israel to Egypt, you have to pass through the Sinai, over wilderness, over desert, over mountains, with a baby under two years old. Imagine the inconvenience involved. But the coming of their son, the Savior of the world, changed their lives forever. And because they trusted, in spite of their anxieties and fears, God's peace has come upon them. Dear brothers and sisters, God too can change your desires. He can turn your fears for the future that you planned into peace and confidence in His will if you will allow him to. The third group of characters in the original Christmas story are the Magi, literally meaning stargazers, for they were men who studied the stars. Although there is no biblical record of exactly who they were and where they came from, I personally believe that they were descendants of the wise men of Babylon. And these wise men were actually very powerful people, both politically and religiously, they were VIPs with very high positions, great authority, and influence. They were basically advisors to the king. One example of this magi in the Bible is Daniel. Remember Daniel in the lion's den? He was practically the executive secretary to the king. You know, God in his great providence could have used Daniel while he was still in captivity in Babylon to teach these wise men about future events, possibly including the birth of the Savior of the world. And from the time of Daniel in 538 BC to the birth of Christ, generation after generation of wise men have probably waited those 538 years for the coming of the Savior. 
Imagine, that's more than 196,000 nights of searching the skies for that star, night after night. There would have been days where they felt like giving up, where they felt hopeless and frustrated. Then the coming of the Messiah changes everything. The moment they saw that star that they were waiting for all these centuries, they were willing to face all the challenges in order to find it. They had to travel around 700 or about 1,000 miles, depending from where they came from, possibly from Babylon or Persia. Knowing that King Herod killed all the baby boys two years of age and below, then we can conclude that at the time the Magi first saw the star, to their arrival in Jerusalem took nearly two years. These Magi had to leave their home and family and braved the dangers of travel, which surely included robbers. They brought items that would be in, in, of interest to robbers, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's why they mostly traveled as a group, possibly in a caravan. They were following a mysterious star that they are not certain of, and they would have to enter the territory ruled by a mad king, King Herod. But their faith allowed them to overcome all these challenges. When the wise men presented their gifts and left, what happened to them? We don't read about them in the Bible. Five weeks later, or one year later, whatever happened, but we are told that the experience changed their life completely, so much so that they left a different way than when they came. The coming of Christ changes their direction. They witnessed something that would change their lives radically. It turned their lives around, and they were different because they met the Savior face to face. Christmas has come and gone. Has something changed in your life? Just like the wise men, God can transform the direction of your life from hopelessness to hope, if only you will allow Him to. The last character we will look at today is King Herod. He was a fearful, insecure person. He had his wife, he had many wives, but the only wife that he ever really loved, he had her executed because he didn't trust her. He had two of his own sons strangled to death because he feared that they were plotting against him. Even when he was dying, he had his eldest son killed because he was a threat to him. His insecurities and obsession with power had driven him to eliminate everyone who stood in his way. Now, you have to understand why he became so insecure and so dysfunctional. Herod himself had witnessed at a young age the execution of his own father for plotting against Caesar. Now, he was so mad that he was afraid that no one would grieve for him once he died. So he had 70 of the most elite Jewish citizens arrested and imprisoned 
and instructed that on the day of his death, all 70 would be put to death because he wanted there to be grieving and tears in Israel on the day that he will die. You know, the birth of Christ could have transformed Herod's fear to love, but he did not allow Christmas to change him. He rejected Christ by trying to eliminate him, just like all the others who stood in his way. In complete contrast to the Magi who traveled nearly a thousand miles to behold the Savior, King Herod, who was in Jerusalem, was just less than five miles from where Jesus was born. The scribes in his, in his court knew exactly where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, they told him, yet he was not even interested to travel the four or five miles to see for himself. He did not want anything to do with Christ. He did not care about him. He had no place in his, in his heart for Jesus Christ. Why is it that when the wise men, when Mary and Joseph, when the shepherds encountered Jesus, their lives changed? But in the case of Herod, he also had the opportunity to encounter Christ, but nothing changed. You know what's different? The wise men, Mary and Joseph and the shepherds, they pursued Jesus themselves and met him face to face. Herod did not. He was never really interested in meeting Jesus. All he wanted to do was to get rid of him. So he sent the wise men to find Jesus and he sent for his scribes to investigate for him. He never pursued Jesus himself and so he never really had an encounter, a personal encounter with Christ. What do you think would have happened if Herod went and pursued Christ himself? If he met him face to face? I'm sure if he did, his life also would have changed. Because when you pursue Jesus yourself, when you meet him face to face, something has to change in your life. Brothers and sisters, Christmas is not just an, an event, but it can be an experience that lives on every day of your life, all throughout the year. So long as we always live in a sense of awe of Christ, and so long as we allow the meaning of Christmas to change us. 2020 has been a difficult year for many. In fact, as I, as, I, as I was going through CNN's The Year in Pictures, all I see are grief, tears, sadness, sickness, death, disasters, frustration, violence, pain, disappointments, fear, hopelessness. But there's this one picture that really caught my attention. It was taken last November 26. In the photo was a doctor named Joseph Varon. Reminds me of my friend, Dr. Adrian Varon. Hi. And he can be seen comforting a patient on Thanksgiving Day in the ICU of a hospital in Houston, Texas. Dr. Varon narrates, as I'm going inside my COVID unit, I see this elderly patient who is out of his bed and trying to get out of the room. And he's crying 
So I get close to him and I ask him, why are you crying? And the man says, I want to be with my wife. Dr. Varon said the man would not be able to see his wife unless he tested negative on his swab test and he could be discharged. Now what he did, what Dr. Varon did, he just embraced this elderly patient and everything became okay. On that first Christmas, God wanted to come and embrace you. That's why there's Christmas. That's why Jesus had to come so that God can be with you to physically embrace you. He knows your hurts and heartaches. He knows your pain. He knows every frustration and every fear that you are going through because He Himself has become a man. Jesus came to replace those pain, those hurts, those heartaches with life, with love, with hope, with joy, with peace. And He's offering them to anyone who needs them. God sent His Son to fulfill those needs in your life. Everything changed with the first coming of Christ. Yes, there will still be tears, but in the midst of those tears, you can now be joyful. Yes, there will still be pain, but amidst the pain, there is now hope. Yes, there will still be hurts and heartaches, but in the midst of those hurts, there is now healing and restoration. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 tells us, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, He made His light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. And this happened on that first Christmas. And now we have this treasure, this all-surpassing power that is from God. We are hard-pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We may be perplexed, we may be anxious, but not in despair. We may be persecuted, but not abandoned, because He is always with us. We may be struck down, but we are not destroyed. Some of you who are watching right now, you may feel no peace, no hope. Even Christians can lose their joy. Probably life has disappointed you. Maybe you are discouraged right now, tired, and beaten down by the struggles and unanswered questions of life. Maybe you no longer believe God cares, or you have given up on Jesus Christ. You know what? He has not given up on you. Not a single day, not a single minute has He ever stopped loving you. And He is still waiting with His arms wide open, reaching out, calling out, longing to embrace you and to restore you, to restore your joy, to restore your hope, to restore your peace, and to make all things new. Just as the first Christmas changes the lives of people 2,000 years ago, so this same child in a manger can still change our life, can still change our destiny, can still change our desires and the direction of our life. Why? Because Jesus is still alive. I hope this Christmas, no matter how dark the world that you are in right now, that you will be able to experience God's gift of His Son to you. Jesus has to be born 
on that manger in order to die. For at the cross, He carried all your fears, He carried all your pain, all your sorrows upon Himself so that you don't need, you don't have to carry them yourself. Will you allow Him? Will you make room for Jesus and pursue Him with all your heart? For when He is in you, when Christ is in you, you can face anything that life throws at you and you can truly celebrate Christmas. For what is the true meaning of Christmas? It is God entering our world. It is God entering our hearts. Now will you let Him? First, you need to receive the gift in order that your life can be changed too. Now, if any one of you wants God to change your destiny, to change your desires, to change the direction of your life, please follow me in prayer. Okay? Let us come before the Lord. But before we pray, I just want to remind you, brothers and sisters, it's not about if you are good enough or not. Because this gift is free. You only need to receive it. This grace, you need to receive it by faith. And this is not about you doing better or about trying harder. Remember the shepherds? But it is about receiving the miracle that God wants to do in your life. Why did the angels first appear to the shepherds? Why is Jesus born in a manger? To tell us that anybody Anybody, even the lowest in society, can come as long as you are willing to humble yourself before Him. You can come as you are right now. Let us pray. Father, we thank You that because Your Son came, everything changes. Thank You for changing our destiny. Thank, thank you for changing our desires. Thank you for changing the direction of our life. We thank you that on that first Christmas, Jesus came to bring life and love and hope and joy and peace. And that's what I need today. Father, I recognize that I am a broken person, that I am sinful, that I need you and your love. Jesus, come into my life. I received the gift of God through you. Father, may we continue to remain amazed at the miracle of Christmas. May that miracle continue to transform our lives every day. Yes, Christmas is going to come and go, but may we continue to live the spirit of Christmas every day of our lives. May we welcome you to our hearts this Christmas, and may you make our hearts your home. May we welcome you to our homes that as we celebrate, you will be the celebrant. Father, prepare our hearts to receive you. We don't know what 2021 has in store for each one of us, but we do know that if we will continue to live out the true meaning of Christmas each day this coming year, then miracles will start to happen just as during that first Christmas. Father, we love you so much. Jesus, happy birthday. Holy Spirit, may you continue to change us.
This is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And all of God's people say, Amen. Now let us continue to worship God and to celebrate the miracle of Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. The joy of Christmas is personal because it can only be found in the person of Jesus Christ. May you find the true joy in no one else and in nothing else but in Christ. First, to our co-workers, to our faithful brothers and sisters in Christ who have labored and given their time to the Lord, we give thanks to God because of your blessing for your faithfulness in our worship throughout the year. Praise the Lord and may God truly bless you in Christ. For some important announcement, first, December 30, we will have our Thanksgiving night. 
It is our year-end time of sharing and testimony about God's faithfulness in our lives. So we want to invite you to join us. That's December 30 at 8 p.m. So we pray that you will set that date aside. Second, we want to encourage you to be part of our small group and develop your relationship with God. We hope that you can contact our pastors because we truly want to hear from you and want to help you grow in your pursuit in obedience to God. We also want to remind everyone if you are in need of counseling or if you have friends or relatives who needs them, please contact Pastor Gene for our schedule at www.facebook.com slash hope. If you have kids ages 4 to 12, you may want to encourage them to join our NMEC Kids Worship Online. Please have them register so that they can also join our Zoom classes and they will be blessed with wonderful lessons to learn every week. We also have our youth fellowship called Engage. This happens every Saturday at 3 p.m. This is for our teenagers who are in high school, also in college levels. If you have friends or relatives who prefer to listen in Mandarin, we have Mandarin online services every Sunday. And you can also check all their other activities during the week at our website. Now, for all other details and upcoming events, please follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And please share them, share our posts to others so that you post your sharing can be a blessing to others. God bless you. Thank you. And now for the benediction May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. From the NMEC pastoral team, a very Merry Christmas to everyone.